make up a brilliant tapestry. By examining the various threads and aspects of our community, we can appreciate how each and every person contributes in their own unique way. event yesterday was kind of a last-minute thing and I wasn't really sure uh, what I would would find there mm -hmm. um, but then um, one of your friend Nate gave me your, yeah. your contact info and um, yeah. so I'm catching you before another gig <laughs> yeah. here um, yeah. at First Sip and on, on Argyle Street so it's and I didn't know that you had such a connection with uh, John Vietnam. Jumping to the top of the surface to depth, um, mm -hmm. introduce yourself. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> hi, my bad, man. Uh, my name is Elgin Bokari T. Smith. That's Thotman Smith. Um, originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, moved to Chicago in 2005. Uh, graduate of the School of the Arts Institute, Chicago. Um, and what is your DJ? Uh, my DJ name is DJ L O Kari, which is a combination of my two first names, Elgin and Bokari. Uh, okay. I was born with two first names, and Elgin Bokari is cool, but like that's who I am <laughs> on the regular day basis. So it's like let's get something a little bit more interesting. So okay. I took the second letter of both first names, the L and then the O, and then Kari. And uh, also a huge fan of New Jabez, uh, rest in peace. Um, and I wanted something that sounded like. You know, rolled off the tongue, you know, like L O Kari, New Jabez, you know what I mean? And just like New Jabez, uh, people can never say my DJ name right. I don't know what it is. They'd be like, Low Kari, you know what I'm saying? Like, the other aspect of um, surface level was you're DJing at the uh, Make Music Chicago yesterday yeah. in Buttercup Park. Mm -hmm. that, um, you've DJed there before. Yeah, um, yeah. Buttercup Park has become like my second home for DJing. Buttercup Park Advisory hit me up because they were like, "Yo, if you need, we need someone to come and play some of these events." And so, yeah, I've been. Anytime there's an event in Buttercup Park and they have music playing, I'm usually the DJ. I provide the sound and DJ for pretty much almost all the events that happen on our ground. To be honest, you know, for the most part. <laughs> so. Yeah. No. So the event that um, honors uh, John Vietnam is um, the last. last yeah. Nightmare. That mural right there, uh, John Vietnam. That's from them. That's their group right there. Oh, yeah. So the whole story about John Vietnam over there is that John Vietnam was part of their group. They grew up with a really big figure in uh, like Vietnamese community. He was rapping at K Fest and all this fun stuff, right? Um, he actually rescued a friend um, that was drowning in the middle of. Uh, a lake and uh, you know peace uh, you know after he, he saved that person yeah she lives in, in the exchange you know um, I grab you so apparently that's what happens and yeah. he got caught he got her out but he didn't make it yeah so it's uh, interesting story. You guys always pass that mural. That's There's the actually whole history um, of that mural right there. My first introduction to coming to Uptown was my buddy Jen, uh, who um, used to come to Alternatives, which is a um, a spot right down the street uh, people will yeah. come for breakdancing with a group called connect force um, and they like it's where I first met Kumba links members it's where I first met connect force members like it's like a breakdance hub you know like when people will be like oh man breakdancing and rapping and you know like the elements of hip-hop that died in the 80s like well a certain sector out here in uptown have kept that all alive you know what i mean so like and alternatives used to be the space where everyone would just meet you know so like 
if you're there's there can be people freestyling in the corner there can be people practicing break dancing i was a popping locker you know what i'm saying so i'm practicing okay. my popping lock in the corner my buddy was a break dancer <laughs> and we would come out um at all their practices and whatnot and one of the young men that they're talking about john vietnam he was also one of the young men that i met like also at alternatives as well too he was a okay. rapper um activists uh he was going to school for he got a full ride scholarship at um this place called Fur uh and in, in uh at his school called and the program's called First Wave and um he was got a whole scholarship just to to literally rap, you know. And that story that you heard was also about like going into like his uh his second year um he him and his friends were out swimming early in the morning uh at the lake and they got caught uh, his his friend got caught and he went in to to save them from drowning and save them but he didn't make it uh, but this he was a part of a group called multicultural youth project or mcyp um and they had the idea of creating a uh a subgroup of uh mcyp those young people learned about the elements of hip-hop activism social justice stuff like that and would make music based off of that and then um yeah later on uh before he passed he wanted to take that group but that was like a high school group and they wanted to take those those people who were part of that program and start a new group uh called elephant rebellion it's so the whole elephant rebellion thing is like having elephant never forgets continuing to know and stay a part of your your culture your community and, and all that kind of stuff so at the time i was teaching uh, inside the juvenile under uh, another organization so i was and then i also make comic books and and stuff as well too and sing and rap and stuff like that but i didn't rap before i got into elephant rebellion i rapped a little bit um but just kind of more that and so later on um uh, when they were trying to bring in new members or people to make this thing work uh because of the work that i've done um they asked me to be a part of it and so me and my uh friend yeah, at Steve the time Moon, who uh, used to run mcyp uh wanted to get a new group together uh to continue on the legacy of the work that John started and the idea he came to us and was like hey you know this is the idea John wanted and if you guys want to continue it uh that would be great um and I was, we were like all right cool and I got invited to the meeting and then you know Steve was like okay here's y'all space bye <laughs> yeah so uh I for my involvement and how long I've been a part of Uptown that was uh, I got in so I would say probably officially around like 2011, 2012 is when we started. 2012 is when we started uh, Elephant Rebellion. Uh, in that time, did primarily work with them and then also worked for Kumba Lynx, uh, which is another amazing group that was there around like 2014, 15. Uh, me and another guy by the name of Jezai were the first um, uh, audio recording uh, instructors because okay. basically uh, the, the two amazing women that run that just in Jaquana were like look I like what you did with Elephant Rebellion you can do that with our young people yeah. and it was I was like you know I ain't never really taught music production before it's like well you know do your thing you're doing with them and do it with, with these young people and I was like okay yeah. uh, and then it was kind of and so then that that young that group of young folks uh, that we worked with they ended up making an album as well too they do great stuff um uh, you know wow. and from that we created a open mic that still runs to this day based right. off of that it used to be called a uh, youth empowerment open mic and then it eventually became stomping grounds um 
the open mic then became stomping grounds uh and that mobile mic now still continues to run and now is an organization that uh i've started um which is called stomping grounds literary arts initiative uh, which still operates to this day. Stomping Grounds actually still operates to this day. The open mic itself, well, open stage, you don't call it open mic, open stage, because it's more than just, you know, singers, rappers. We have kind of everyone that can participate. Um, and I play piano and produce. Uh, also, my buddies, Aran Kabashi, is also an amazing producer. Mo Beats, shout outs to Mo Beats. Uh, Monotone, uh, Soul Tree, a uh, bunch of dope members who are all still doing very successful uh, things in the music industry. I'm so proud of everyone, the way that they continue to grow and prosper. Um, yeah, but it's been around since about 2012, 2013. Um, and yeah, uh, we invite people from Madison, which is where uh, John went to school to perform. Shout outs to Eli, shout outs to uh, Crash Press. Um, and then members of Elf uh, Rebellion perform, uh, members of Koopa Lynx perform, uh, who are also uh, in John's poetry group, who now continues to do music, their mentor. Shout outs to T Spirit, shout outs to um, Jali, who has his own uh, clothing line now called Raka. Like, it's a bunch of dope folks who used to, you know, who were have spent more intimate time with John, uh, who do great stuff. We always put up, put them up, you know, put on time for for that night and shout outs to joe whose birthday i believe is tomorrow as we're speaking uh happy birthday joe his father uh reverend joe old man joe who always sings as well too <laughs> and yeah. his dad is also a war hero uh he did uh he's like a general or something fought with the vietnam well fought in the vietnam war so yeah. it's pretty cool his dad is yeah. still very active in the vietnamese community so when we do like big, big events and stuff like that his dad's come out there just like Old elderly white guy. Was he there like, for that line dance? Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> all the time, all the time. So my, my family is a big military family. Uh, we we fought. We, we that's how we got over here, POW. And um, yeah, so I see him all the time. It's it's all the same. Good morning. It's good to see you. <laughs> oh, well, I'm t- okay. We'll catch up. We're doing a podcast. With- it's good to see you. Yeah. It's good to see you, bro. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. How you been, dog? Busy. Busy? Good. Good. Busy is good. Good busy. Good busy. Good busy. Cool. Yeah. That was good intro. I just turned it on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So you've been in Uptown for a long time. Yeah. um, So I actually graduated from uh, SAIC, uh, School of the Arts Institute, around like 2010. Wait, when did I graduate? 2009? 2009? Interrupting real quick, halfway point, this is a choppy episode. Elgin, who was nice enough to record, we sat on the picnic tables outside of First Sip on Argyle Street, right around the corner from the mural featuring John Vietnam. That last bit was the beginning of the recording. You could hear neighbors and friends of Elgin like, kept some of that to tell part of the story, which is a very informative and insightful conversation with DJ El Okari. And it gives more background to the influential and late, great John Vietnam. I knew me and John's sister were friends uh, because I was part of a dance crew <laughs> uh, that was at uh, Asian Students Association. And I knew John because of being 
my, my going down to alternatives and also because his sister was a part. But as far as I was, I was older. John was still kind of like finishing from high school, going into college. So the people uh, who were originally part of MCYP are now members of, or have become, were the first members of Elephant Rebellion. And it was like a way, it started off as kind of like a grieving thing. Um, and then like, what do we do with this energy? Let's, let's turn this into something else. And I was brought in, you know? So it was like, but I have known of John. I actually, the weird story about like my involvement or knowing of John was because um, I had just came back from Japan and met um, artists who used to work with this music artist by the name of Nuja Bess. And I went on a tour uh, and I, w- I was actually going to go with friends who went to the who were in the dance crew and they kind of punked out <laughs> and I ended up going myself and meeting substantial Marcus D who had a group uh, who has a group called Bop Alloy they run in Japan also John was a very big fan of New Best as well too uh, and after going to that trip I was I wanted to put on an event uh, in Uptown specifically and I was like okay well I know I'm going to have Bob Alloyd here. I'm, I want to have my boys, like some of the friends I was working with at the time. And I was like, who would be a good youth representative if we did like an event at Alternatives? Like, man, maybe I should hit up Kim's brother, John, because that would be perfect. And like, I'll get him to perform because I know he raps and he got a crew and that would be dope. And the day that I was going to come to Alternatives to talk to him was the day that I found out he died. So it was just, yeah, literally me and my friends were preparing to go. And then another friend of ours that came over was like, yo, man, John Vietnam just died. And I was like, wow. So, yeah. But one of the things that was going on, um, there was a reparations act for uh, people who were affected by John Birch, uh, who was torturing victims in jail. Uh, um, and they wanted people to sign an ordinance to give people, these people, reparations for the tor- torture and trauma that they've experienced. So uh, we got charged by like our uh, m- members like um, Let Us Breathe Collective. And it was like a whole thing in Chicago where they needed all the aldermen to sign on for this act. And uh, we ended up, the group, uh, members of Elephant Rebellion, myself, Oran Kabashi, uh, met up with our alderman uh our former alderman uh, um alsterman uh to, to tell him hey you know if you want to honor john uh one way that you can do that is by signing this ordinance we had actually uh, performed one of john's tracks to him and like basically read the words and we're like okay so you just honored this young man now this is what he would want and he was like all right yeah you're right all right and one of the things that he said after that was like okay but if you guys do this i need you to do something for me you know, I want to have more interaction in this community. I want more youth programs. I want more interaction. So I was like, well, everybody wants you to come and perform me. I better have some songs ready. <laughs> it was like, what can y'all play? Elephant Rebellion has a great relationship with the Aldermen uh, because through, because um, they've actually created a street dedicated to John. After John's passing, uh, his father, Joe, did everything in his power and continues to do everything in his power to make sure that his son's story continues to be told because it's extremely important and it yeah. should be told. Uh, uh, the young man had not only given his life, but he was, you know, uh, lost his life. But, but he's also very dedicated to his work. He was well on his way to becoming like a YouTube star. His, his, his music production is still top notch. So 
Uh, and yeah, we just we have, they do a night that's dedicated to John Vietnam called uh, JVN Night. It happens at the Argyle uh, Night Market. Uh, it's the last uh, night of the night market. is like a whole dedication to John, but we also bring wow. in musician artists uh, who all do similar work, social justice work, and we just put it into a big show. When I moved back here in 2000, wait, when was that? 2019? Um, no, 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 no. Ooh, second time I moved here was in the middle of the pandemic of 2020. Um, I lived in Pilsen for a little while, and the Pilsen uprisings was happening at the time, and I was just like, look, man, if I'm stuck at home, I need to be like at a space that feels like home. So I'm moving back to Uptown and immediately moved this back. This whole area is really kind of like... It has fueled me. So the first time I lived here, like I said, I lived with like five other guys, and that was at the beginning of Elephant Rebellion. I moved because of like a roommate situation. And then uh, my second time I came back, I knew it was time, and I lived right on Argyle, like, uh, you know, right down the street. And I noticed that we had a, we have a lot of population here that are, it's a lot of black folk that live here too. Like I, when people think about the Asian on Argyle, they usually just think, oh, it's, it's only... Vietnamese folks that live here. I was like, but no, it's it's actually quite a bit of, you know, homeless folks, people who are misplaced because of uh, them shutting down mental health facilities and stuff like that. And these people live here, you know. Um, one of the first things that I interacted when I first moved here was a guy having an episode in the middle of the street, and he was I was the only person that he was willing to talk to, you know. And uh, in the midst of him freaking out, the police were called, and like the way that he was moving and agitating man like they could have killed him you know and i just made sure i stayed with him you know until they were actually able to put him on a gurney and take him away you know um but i often think like i was actually on my way to a trip and i, and I did not miss my flight but i was it was early in the morning it was like well what if i wasn't there you know like what could have happened that man could have lost his life you know and it's like i don't want people to forget about you know the black and brown people that live here as well too um as well as you know as these as this place continues to change over time you know as so many different allies that i've i've grown to love and respect people of high by yo you know what i'm saying uh cmaa it's like these people have em embraced me and they've um you know they've they've shown me such love like i feel like it's my way of giving back to them it's like to be of a service you know as much as i possibly can same was like this event tonight you know we're uh, we're celebrating uh five years of first sip cafe you know and this is is like a local business owned by two sisters who family also owns a, a, another vietnamese restaurant around here you know what i mean our friends own uh the people who work at ibio who the organization ibio they they own the pharmacy down the street you know like as things start to change, we want to make sure that we're bringing a lot of love to the places, the people who've put roots here, you know? Um, that means doing a party, if that means going to support, means not going to Dunkin' Donuts, I'm gonna go get my coffee from here, you know? Like, I think that's what community is all about, you know? And, uh, you know, I think, yeah. yeah, if John was still here, I think he'll be doing the same thing too, you know? He, you know, he wouldn't stop. And, it's great to celebrate with music, and um, I look forward to um, covering how music is helping memorialize and um, add to community. And um, yeah, we'll see <laughs> see what happens.
I will say, if anything, it to end it off, you know, uh, make sure go enjoy Buttercup Park. It's it's a beautiful park. Uh, it's always filled with young people because there's a, the school right there, um, as well as you know every the fun thing about Make Music Chicago and just do any events that happen in Buttercup Park specifically is everybody's there. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's like a little melting pot of like like from from kids to uh, young young people of you know the lgbtq community and stuff like that because foster beach is like right down the street um and then you also got the people that live here ain't going who ain't going nowhere you know what i'm saying so yeah it's, this is what it is and you know you got to be tough skin if you hanging out in argyle man that's just you know be willing to uh you know hang out with everybody so you know it's love Shout out right. to the Dim Sum 5K run, uh, which is happening on August 5th. Uh, okay. If you're trying to get into a 5K run, that's run by uh, CMAA. Uh, I'll be DJing that, potentially also running the sound for that too, because, wow. you know, got some better speakers thanks to uh, Stomping Grounds uh, audio and visual productions. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's coming up August 5th. Uh, shout outs to all the amazing programs that happen on First Step. Uh, actually, on Argyle, down the street of Argyle and Broadway, uh, another member of the community is a part of Gordon Ramsay's new television show, uh, Food Stars. They're about to open up their own uh, restaurant, uh, coffee shop right down the street <coughs> called um, um, Fat Milk. So shout out to Fat Milk. They have a, they'll be opening up very soon as well, too. Wow. Yeah. Lots of, lots of stuff coming up. Local businesses, man. We gotta support these local businesses, you know. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I hope this is what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. A little bit more. <laughs> Thank you, beautiful listeners, for listening to a choppy episode. Thank you, Elgin, a.k.a. L-O-Kari, space between the L and the O, if you are looking for him on Spotify. Have a beautiful summer, everyone. Thanks for listening.